Consistent self-improvement, everybody. You are now listening to American Gypsy Podcast. I am your host, Classic Carpenter, and I am here with my co-host. Gypsy. And we have Sean Pig with us today, a CEO of Hotel Etc., a travel and entertainment discount business in Georgia. Uh, Sean, it's great to have you here. Can you uh, introduce Good to yourself? Have you. Thank you very much for allowing me. Um, yes, absolutely. I'm, I'm, my name is Sean Pig. I'm CEO of Hotel Etc. We've been around, we launched in 1996. Um, we uh, own more discounts than anybody on earth. I'm a discount king. Uh, we've negotiated over 3 million discounts in 141 countries. Um, we've sold over 4 million memberships. We have 10 international offices. Uh, we have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. And that's just one division of, of many companies I own. I also part owners of onlinecoupons.com and and now I'm becoming partners in grocerycoupons.com. And so there's a whole series of, of, of systems that I'm part of. Uh, but hotels, et cetera, is my baby. Okay. Is that your first business? Uh, no, no. It's it's okay. it's my first business that um, I didn't allow anybody to screw me on. that's the best way to say um, no i started back in the 90s with domains i used to be i used to own more domain names on the internet than anybody on earth me and domain king domain king and i and i think i own at that time maybe ten thousand domain names and uh i own like all the big names you could possibly think of and sold them for like ten thousand dollars Nobody knew the value of it, you know. I mean, it was just a name. I paid ten dollars, sell it for ten thousand. I'm gonna do it all day long. So, and uh, now those names are worth millions, though. So, <laughs> um, okay. How did how, how did that work? A little like, bit. Yeah, just I always little. wondered how that worked. It did. It it did absolutely awesome. This was before um, ICANN came out. International Association of Domain Names. I uh, international. Yeah, ICANN. I'm in the backyard. That way you can entertain. And yeah. and inside your pool, there was a little yellow ducky. And that yellow ducky is because that's what you wanted. And you got it. Right? So you put your damn little yellow ducky right in that pool. <laughs> so here's what happens. Life is like a mental racer. You know, when you're in high school and you had to study for an exam, once you took that exam, you went, Ugh! like an etch sketch It's gone. You forgot everything <laughs> you just learned and everything you just took a test on. It's gone. Hey, yeah. I passed it. What did you take it on? I have no clue. Yeah, and, and, and I guarantee yeah. if you can go back and retest those th- same students, you know, a month later, even two weeks later, it's gone. The memory, the memory is gone. So their life is like a mental eraser. And this is why I continue to push hotels, et cetera, when I went through some of the most difficult times in my life. Because Monday morning, Ring, ding, 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 a sound of alarm clock. A chain pulls you up out of bed. You run to your shower. You wash your body. You wash your hair. You jump out. You brush your teeth. You comb your hair. You get dressed, and you run out to the car. You get in the car, and you drive to work. Hey, neighbor. Sitting in traffic. You finally get to work, right? You're waiting on the alarm, the, the, uh, the, um, you, you clock in with that little thingy that people use. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think I have one right there. <laughs> you, you clock in. So now you're at work and now you just sit there and keep looking at the clock all day long because you're ready for lunch. You're ready for lunch. Now here comes lunch. Oh, it's yes, lunchtime. So you jump in your car and you 
You can slide a Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah, I'm giving you tacos today. I'm giving you that. Deep burrito and that Nacho Supreme mm, with, a, with a Dr. Pepper and some mild and hot sauce. Ah, I'm going to get it. And then you're eating it going back to work because you're in a hurry because you just took so long at the Taco Bell drive-thru and you got taco sauce on you. Imagine your day now. Day's pretty crappy if you think of it. Now you're going to work and now everybody's guessing what you had for lunch. Taco Bell. Guarantee it. That five dollars off. They're making bets behind your back, promise you. So now your day is pretty much shot. You're mad. You know, you got Taco Bell sauce on you. So now uh you're waiting for the next alarm. What is that? To go home. Go home. That's right. Punch that little thingy over there again that we have. Uh you're waiting on a four o'clock, five o'clock, six o'clock bell to clock out. You're happy. You're running to your car. You get in your car. You're driving down the road. Hey, neighbor. And you're sitting in traffic for an hour and a half. Welcome to the, you know, major metropolitan commute on our, in the United States. Yeah. So you're sitting in traffic hour and a half, two hours, maybe even three hours. If there's a wreck, pull over and camp there. Forget it. I mean, I'm in Atlanta. Don't forget. So, <laughs> so yeah. you finally get home and you are exhausted. You lay on the couch and then the story's going to go a lot faster after I get past Monday. I just want to get through Monday because I really want you to understand this is what life gives you. Okay. So you finally get home. You're tired. You start to pass out. The wife comes to you and says, no, actually, no, you weren't tired. You were stressed the hell out, weren't you? So you went home and got a beer. Damn it. You sat on the couch and you opened a beer. And you, okay, I'm drinking a beer. And then you start to get tired. Then you pass out. Then your wife comes and says, honey, dinner's done. Let's eat dinner. So you get up. You go to the table. You eat your dinner. You go to the refrigerator. Get your beer. And you go back to that couch. You know that one that you have your little butthole in that little roof right there? You feel it? You feel it? Why are you on the couch? You feel it? That's for your butt, right? That's your butt, right? So you're back on the couch. And you're in your spot. Turn back on TV. Flip into the TV. And you pass out. And guess what happens? 10 o'clock. Honey, the news is on. Let's watch the news. Mm. Now you're going to wake up and you're going to bring the whole damn world's problems to bed with you. <laughs> you're going to go, you're going to watch the murders. You're going to watch the fires. You're going to watch the killings. You're going to watch every bit of negativity. You have enough negativity in that 30 minute news broadcast to ruin your entire life. Yeah. You, you really do. So yeah. now you watch the news. Now you go to bed and you're thinking about that house fire. You're thinking about that person I got abducted. You think about the, you know, the kids are missing or, you know, the church I got robbed that, you know, Joel Esteen lost $600,000 in his wall. You're thinking about all this crazy <laughs> stuff. You know what I mean? So subconsciously your mind's not getting a good rest, but here we go, guys, buckle up because now the ride begins. You ready? Tuesday morning, ring, ding, ding, sound of alarm clock. You chain pulls you up by the bed. You jump in the shower, you wash your hair, you wash your body, you get out, you brush your teeth, you comb your hair, you get dressed, you run to the car, you get in the car, you drive to work. Hey, neighbor, you Where finally you? make to work. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and clock in. Then I'm going to wait for the clock. Oh, 12 o'clock. Today I'm going to McDonald's. You go to McDonald's. This time, you're not getting any damn sauce. You're just going to go get a McChicken <laughs> and go back to work. End of story. So, finally get back to work. I ate my McChicken. I'm good. I'm doing good. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Five o'clock. Time to get off work. I'm going to go back. I'm going to hit that clock. I'm going to get back in the car. Oh, hey, neighbor. And I want to sit back in traffic for an hour and a half of my life. Repeat. 
Now I'm going to get home. Guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to go grab me a beer. I'm going to sit on the couch. I'm going to turn on TV. I'm going to watch TV. I'm going to pass out. The wife's going to say, honey, dinner's done. You're going to wake up and you're going to eat dinner. After you get done with dinner, you're going to go to the refrigerator, grab a beer, sit back on the couch. You know that one little groove you have right there. You see you guys are on that couch. You know that little groove that you got right there? (laughs) Get your ass right back on that couch. You're going to turn back on the TV. You're going to pass out. 10 o'clock. Honey, the news is on. Let's watch the news. You wake up and take the whole world's problems to bed with you. Not like you don't have enough of your own problems, but let's go ahead and include everybody else's. So we're going to go to watch the news. I'm going to pass out subconsciously. I can't sleep. Guys, Wednesday, ladies and gentlemen, Wednesday's a different day. For a majority of the people in the United States of America, Wednesday's a different day. Mm-hmm. Ring, ding, ding, a sound of alarm clock. You jump up out of bed. You jump in the shower. You wash your body. You wash your hair. You get out. You brush your teeth. You comb your hair. You put on your clothes. You run to the car. And you go, I get to take the garbage to the curb. <laughs> yeah. So you run next to the house. You grab your garbage. You pull it out to the road. You get in the car. And you go do the same damn thing you did yesterday. That's that's what happens. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. So that mental eraser starts erasing that dream you had when you're a child. Because you get stuck into this bullcrap system that our government has designed for whatever. I don't know what the hell is going on out there, but they have trapped you in their monkey system is what they have done. Yeah. Can and you pull your screen back over? Yeah. So you'd be bigger. Oh, stop sharing. Sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, is it, is it wrong? No, no you have no. the uh, screen share on, I guess. So when you take the screen share down, <laughs> I guess uh-huh. it's just stop sharing. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean. Oh, right there. Okay, gotcha. There you go. There, there we go. go. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so now, like I said, um, you know, so you Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you go through the same exact thing. What happens is we have a mental eraser. Once you get start, once you you're sucked into this nine to five. Remember back in the day when we were younger, they would say, go to school, go to college, get a good degree, climb that corporate ladder, get that health insurance, get those benefits, retire with a good, you know, 401k in retirement. That That's yeah. gone. That is gone. Yeah. Who, that, that doesn't exist no more. No. That, 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 the whole, and they haven't, they haven't changed it. They're still teaching it. My son is still taught the same thing at school. That doesn't exist. So what happens is that mental eraser kicks in, okay? That nice car that you wanted when you were a kid, gone. That nice house you wanted when you were a kid, gone. That nice manicure lawn, the nice white picket fence that you had, gone. The pool in your backyard, gone. Matter of fact, that mental eraser even has the audacity to take away that little yellow duck that you had. It's gone. So what are you going to do with yourself? <laughs> that's, 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 I, I live off that right there. That every day of my life is going to be a different story to me. Yeah. It's one of the reasons we moved. It's one of the reasons we moved here to Los Angeles. Um, we moved here from Virginia and we lived in Atlanta for about seven years. We actually met well more in Marietta area. So that's there, where okay. we met. Yeah, I'm about 30 minutes from there. Yeah, that's where we met. And the one of the reasons for coming to 
um, Los Angeles was, you know, it was a risk. Well, can't, you know, it was a push. It was something outside of the box, but it was to be closer to a vac- vacation place, somewhere where, you know, if it's stressful, you know, we can just go to the beach and walk up the beach and it'll feel close enough like a vacation, you know, and until then, you know, but we've, we've traveled as well. We've been to Greece and South Africa. I've been to Brazil. Nice. You know, she went to Machu Picchu. We're, nice. I bet you that was nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was your favorite place that you traveled to? Man. Tough question. That's a tough one because I've I went to Brazil when I was fifteen, and that was a whole different type of experience. From you know, that was a more of a young and just out there. But you know, I had an exchange student before I went, so he lived with us for about a year, and I went and just kind of stayed with him for about a month. So that was a different experience, you know, without the fear of you're in another country by yourself, you don't speak the language. You know, so I was just kind of, I didn't know anything really. Yeah. But yeah. I had, I loved, like I said, I loved it. Um, Greece, we basically yeah, got married I was going to say yeah. um, <laughs> my favorite would have to be Milos Island, Greece. Yeah. Um, for a small island, it has so many, like, diverse beaches. Like, each one looks completely different from the other. And it's just, yeah, it was pretty amazing experience, so. Yeah. I think that would have to be one of them. That's South almost Africa like Costa Rica. You know, they, on one side they have the Caribbeans, the other side they have, the, uh, I think it's the Gulf of Mexico maybe, the other side they have volcanoes, the other side they have the jungle. So you have all four, like everything of, of all. Yeah, that's that's wow. the same thing that you're just describing. Nice. Yeah. So definitely well, you definitely need to keep traveling. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I can't help it. It's... It's you know, natural for me. I, f- I love it. Yeah. I love flying. I love flying in general. That's the thing with me. If, you know, when the lights go out, if it's an airplane, I'm fine with that, you know, because just, the, I don't know, my fear of flying. You know, so to kind of, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to blow your mind. I own like one of the, the largest CUG travel companies on earth. And um, I took my first flight two years ago. What? Really? Yeah, I've been, I've been terrified of planes. Oh, that, I was, wow. Because my dad had a small airplane when I was a kid. He took me on it and went like this. And I'm like, I'm never getting on. And I never got on one again. <laughs> and then two years ago, my wife bought uh, tickets to Barbados. And she said, you will go with me. And I'm like, okay. So I, I took my first flight to Barbados. And then since then, I just kept going. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. I have the opposite story. My dad was a pilot for about 40, 50 years. And uh, I even took, uh, when I was in high school, I took uh, ground school and I took some flight lessons. Really? Yeah. So I got to fly. You just love, it's all, flying small, all about you. Uh, But after doing all of that, like more recently, I'm a little bit more nervous when I'm flying. Even after all of that, I get a really? little nervous. Yeah. Because yeah. with the small planes, you don't even have a, a radar. I, did, I didn't realize until we went up in the sky. Uh, I'm like, so how do I know, like, where's the radar that shows me, like, what planes are around? He's like, no, you just have to look around. I'm like, what? Oh, that makes you feel good. To add to my trip to Brazil, my first, that was my first time flying. That's a long flight, isn't Right, it? and we actually went from Memphis to Chicago and from Chicago to Sao Paulo. But during my stay in Brazil, 
uh, my exchange brother, his uncle had a two seater airplane. And we, you know, went out there and basically. No, no way. (laughs) It was basically just push. You know, we didn't even see the plane, you know, but we were going to visit him and the airplane, he, you know, flew the plane in. Uh (laughs) He flew the plane in and the plane, you know, he landed it and they asked me if I wanted to go up. And I was like, well, you know, he just flew the plane. I just saw it land. So, you know, I'll go for it. You know, so, hey. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <We love dogs. laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh wait, big old wolf. Yeah, that, I'm. I'm sure that was absolutely um, terrifying. I, I loved it though. I don't. It wasn't. You I don't like know. that? It's you just. Were a kid, I was so 15, so right. I I hadn't. And like I said, as I think about it now. I'm like, man, that was like a two-seater plane. And as I look at it, it didn't look really that good compared to the plane. I would have never do it now. But then it was just like, okay, another chance to fly without having to buy a ticket. Let's go. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it went great. We flew around the city. And he's like, don't tell my mom, you know, as far as because that was the, um, the brother of his mom. So he was like, never, my, my, my exchange yeah, no. brother. Yeah, he's like, never, don't tell my mom. She'll kill us, you know. <laughs> I have a, I have a, I have a um, one of my clients owns a big company. He has uh, his own plane and he flies quite a bit. And we were talking the other day and, and I told him I wasn't going to get back on a little plane again. You know, like the little Cessnas two four seaters. Yeah. No, I just, I just have not. I said, it, unless there's a parachute. You know, for me to jump out of if that thing starts going down. Oh. Well, he goes, so he said, Sean, my plane has a parachute. I'm like, what? He said, yeah. So the plane shuts down or malfunctions, a parachute will open up a land plane. Oh. I'm like, are you serious? He goes, yeah, it lands a plane. He goes, man, there's never, ever been a wreck with my kind of plane ever in history of, of, of the invention. Wow. And I'm like, okay, so come get me. Let's go to Bahamas. <laughs> I think I prefer that over That's, like yeah. having because I'll be scared to jump out of the plane even if I have. Uh, of course, uh, yeah. The, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> even, uh, yeah. I forgot what to call it, but I'd rather have yeah the plane <laughs> have the safety <laughs> instead of me the big plane. You'd rather have are you? You like big planes versus the smaller ones? Uh, yeah, because they're a lot more stable. They're not. A shaky sometimes when you do domestic flights you have those yeah. smaller planes and they're yeah. a little bit more shaky than than the bigger planes so i prefer the bigger plane. flying out of costa rica stuck in that valley right there coming out I, I have recordings of it the wings are flapping like birds and i'm looking i'm like oh my god the wings are gonna fall off Ooh. and apparently it's natural they're supposed to do this i'm, I'm like oh mm-hmm. i didn't know that but i guess you know because the yeah, the, the the turbulence when you're coming out of the valley or something above, yeah, that was, that was pretty terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, but you know, the thing is, is, is everybody, everybody should travel every, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a, a, a sense of well being. It's a sense of, um, of, of, I would say, in my opinion, appreciation of, of God's creation earth, you know, yeah. this, this beautiful earth we have. Um, and the most important thing is always stay up to date with what's going on with the COVID um, and the restrictions. You know, my staff is daily, you know, monitoring all the COVID restrictions and requirements for every single country out there, 141 countries. Yeah. And every country is different. So 
And they say also know guy. what's going on in the country politically and stuff like that as well. Oh, yeah, politically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a whole different ball game. <laughs> I can tell you this. Um, as I stated earlier that, you know, our country is an experience, something that we, we, that's going to be worse than the 20, 2008 financial crisis. And that's, they're going to be looking to save money and, and not only save money, but um, people need to stock up. You know, we, we, we're out here, we're outside of Atlanta. We're almost by the Alabama Atlanta border, or uh, I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. Alabama, Georgia border um, off I-20. If you know where Marietta is. Yeah. yeah so, we're very familiar. Very familiar. We moved out of the city right when COVID kicked in and we came out here and bought a lot of land and just put ourselves here away from everybody. That's what we did. Um, and, um, and out here we're starting to see the impact of the empty shelves, Mm. empty shelves. Like you go into, you know, a Kroger and Ingalls or anything, the shelves are empty, empty, no food. Mm. So, right. It's going to hit us first. Before it hits the, the rural areas, you know, like um, my sister it, says, uh, she's starting to see something like that in Pittsburgh area. It's, yeah, and 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 they're 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 conditioning all their 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 um, staff and stockers to manipulate our minds. Understand. And I want you to really pay attention to this when you go into the store again because it's happening at your store too. If they don't have any product, they'll take the same product and spread it out all the way across the shelf. Mm-hmm. They may throw another one in between, so it's a different color effect for you mentally. But they are they 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 don't have anything. I, I just, for example, I just went to CVS a little bit ago. Remember, I told you I had to handle some things. Yeah. I went to CVS and went in there, and I was looking at something. I'm like, I need to get a particular item, and I'm looking at them, and they all look the same to me. And I'm trying to study each individual box to find out what's the difference, you know, between all the one. They're all the same. So they had the same exact package all the way down the aisle. And it's the same package with the with, with a different color price tags and everything to, to manipulate your mind that the shelves are full. That's you mentioned mm-hmm. political. That's what's coming. That's a, a a conversation that we should also have on another, as far as podcasts as well. Yeah, I definitely would like to to talk with you about more about that, Absolutely. just because you're in a different area, you're on a different side, you know. So mm-hmm. we're West Coast, and you're out in the South. And I guess maybe in about a month we'll be able to to know, you know, what a difference, where how things look, and where we're, what the conversation look like then i would say i would say we're about 45 here in this area we're especially in the um the rural areas i I would say we're probably about 45 days out from really seeing nothing but empty shelves Mm. so that's less than so we'll try maybe about 15 days (laughs) (laughs) maybe um, set something up in about 15 days to see how it's looking it's, it's gonna, it's gonna be pretty, I mean, we've already, I discovered, I, I, I walked through the other day just recording, like, I was like, okay, look at this. I got all those recordings, everything of all the empty freezers, all everything empty, everything, like no pizzas, no vegetables, no frozen, nothing gone. Mm-hmm. Like there's like none. And then you walk down the aisles and you're looking at like green beans and corn, corn and that kind of stuff. 
and it's all the same. Mm. And there's only, you know, one on each row. All, I got recordings of all this. It's like, are you serious? I guess, why is that happening? Like I say, it's manipulating the mind. I guess. Yeah. To make you it's think it's, it's, it's okay. making people not panic is what they're doing. If they, if they spread out their product on the shelves. Well, they're panicking. Not why they're, <laughs> why they're manipulating it to make it look like there's more products, but why don't they have products like... Well, here's here's my philosophy on that. Okay, um, you know, <laughs> you know, I, I don't get. First of all, I don't get into politics, religion, or any of this too often. And, and mm-hmm. I, I, I really, I have done very good in my forty years of living to stay out of that subject. You know, right. but I'm, I'm going to let you know this. Um, if you look at all the changes that are going on and what's occurring right now with the inflation going on, all these stimulus checks and the people are, you know. Um, are losing their job because they're not getting a jab. Then there's people that don't want to work because they were making more money sitting at home and they don't want a job. Um, and now their consumers, are, employees are demanding different type of working conditions where they work from home now instead of going into an office. So it's, it's, it's left a major demand for workers across the globe. You hear the airlines shutting down and canceling flights because they don't have workers. Hotels, I mean, they, they, they can only run at a 20% capacity, 30% in some cases, because they don't have people to clean the rooms. And it's happening every single industry across the board. And, and you know, now the government's paying you to get this jab, you know, to get the shots. And, you know, I was sitting there watching a Decatur, you guys, DeKalb or whatever, you know where that is. Yeah, um, DeKalb, there was a line two and a half miles long. If you come get the shot, you get a $100 Walmart card. What? <laughs> so now the federal government is giving you a hundred dollar Walmart card to come get the shot. All right. So that's the first thing that red flags. Are yeah. Yeah. Right? Red flags. Second thing is now they're talking about the fifth dose that might have to come out to really <laughs> help you out. Yeah, that's yeah. It's a, <laughs> it's a, <laughs> and they say that's the hardest thing. Like their job is so hard because they have to convince people that it works. And then they have to convince people that it don't work at the same time. And that's how you get I, into, I, like the I, fifth. I, 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 so the government gave you some money. They let you have some fun. They just closed down our whole entire world, you know, for a year and a half, almost two years. And even closed still in majority parts of this globe right now. Closed down completely. So they've taken away freedom from you. They have a mask on you where you can't show your facial expression. You can't smile. You can't laugh. You don't have that personal feeling with another human being now. They're taking that away from you. They're affecting our children to to the extreme that you can't even possibly imagine. You know, the kids, like my son, you with his girlfriend, you know, uh, they're in mask, you know, and they can't see each other. They get, you know, they can't be around each other. They have to keep their six foot distance or whatever. So they're affecting children emotionally and and psychologically psychologically bad very very bad so now they have pushed this medication out this shot this jab out so much so much and i don't talk about this but ladies and gentlemen whoever's listening to this thing i'm the ceo of my company and i'm the owner of my life i decide what i'm going to do and nobody's going to tell me what i have to do and i suggest you go look in a mirror and do the same damn thing because otherwise you're nothing but a puppet on this earth and they're going to drag you through the mud until they get what they want. So now we, we, we made everybody get this jab. We, we, um, 
Now, the only way the federal government can control you is what? Take away your food. Mm. If I have to feed you, I own you. <laughs> so take away the food. Start getting rid of the food. And that's what's happening. The food's going away. Yeah. Buy half pigs. Buy anybody. You know, if you listen to me, buy a cow. Now call your local farmers, support your local farmers. That's some of the best food out there. Buy a cow, buy, you know, um, farm raised chickens from your local farmer. They're everywhere. Um, you know, and stock up on your shelves because not only with the, the inflation kicking in, I think, and, and food being, you know, um, going away like it is <laughs> not available. Uh, they're going to be, you're going to have to rely on the government to feed you. And that's what they want. And then that's when they can kind of, well, no, that's when they are looking to do whatever they want with the kind of food that they want to give you. That, you they can, and that plant-based food and everything else they're coming out with. Yeah, absolutely yeah. right. Yeah. I, got, ooh, I don't want to eat that. You know, I'm, I'm, I looked the other day, there was a, like a frozen lasagna, which I don't want to ever buy that stuff. I was looking at it. It said plant-based lasagna. I'm like, what? It said no meat. But it has the same taste. With with all respect, I love cows. <laughs> <laughs> I'll eat you a damn cow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> if I want to plant, I'll go in my backyard. <laughs> love them for many reasons. <laughs> but, but then you then you look at what the government is doing as far as um, printing money like it's going out of style. Yeah. Think about think about real hard. So I read a book one time called Roaring Two Thousand by Harry S. Dent, and what is incredible about this is one book that I will recommend to everybody. I don't recommend to many books because I typically write them, not read them. So this is one book I recommend to everybody. Roaring Two Thousand by Harry S. Dent. You say it shows how a product. Say again. What was the name again? I'm sorry. It's called Roaring, like a, a line of roar. Okay, Roaring Two Thousand. Roaring 2000 okay. by Harry S. Okay. So it talks about how a product goes into the innovation stage, product service or whatever it may be, goes into an innovation stage, then goes into production stage, then goes into the marketing stage, then goes into mass production stage, then goes into SaaS, um, um, uh, SaaS market uh, penetration stage. Uh, yeah, so... Yeah, so it's all the, the different stages. Um, when it gets to mass penetration, I'm sorry, mass penetration stage, when it gets to that last stage, that means they've penetrated the market with that product or service. So one, one or two things are going to happen. They have to come up with something new to get more money and to keep their industry going or it dies. It goes away, right? Okay. okay, so think of cell phones. What are they doing now? They're making new lightning chargers so everybody has to go out and buy a new charger. They're making new iPhone discs. Are they making new Android discs? They have to come up with something new for you to continue to buy it because otherwise you're on mass saturation and that's the death of any company on earth. So the same things happen with fiat. Fiat is cash currency. They're printing this currency left and right. Where's it coming from? I know Elon Musk is over $11 billion, but hell, we just gave out $4 trillion. 
what does it matter? I mean, <laughs> where's this money coming from? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. This thing's going to run out of ink someday. It has to, right? <laughs> it is going to. You know why they have crypto? Crypto, yeah. yeah. Crypto came out, you know, 10 years ago, came in as an innovation, came as production, came in. It, it, it's not mass production yet. When it hits that stage, fiat, the government has unforeseeable debt and foreseeable debt. If there's, I believe that's what it's called. And I, you know, I'm not, I believe those are words. Um, un, unforeseeable debt, you can actually get rid of the United States debt by unforeseeable debt, or maybe it's called unforeseeable debt term or something of that nature. But um, if the United States changed their currency to crypto, that's gone because they no longer like use that currency. Anymore. So you can print all the money in your world that you want right this minute because a dollar doesn't have any inherent value. It's not backed up by nothing but our federal government that we can't even damn trust right now as it is. So, I mean, you know, just keep printing, print, print, print. And then at the same time, you're looking at the entire new marketplace being formed all the way from exchanges that are equivalent to the stock market that are running 24 seven, that are actually backed by the power of peer to peer buying habits, which is incredible, not backed by the federal government that we don't even trust anyways. So you're going to see, I would say over the next um, 12 to 24 months, especially you're going to see a strong push to um to crypto yeah i hope so yeah i do too all my money's in it <laughs> yeah we love crypto yeah. so when do you I, think uh crypto will reach mass production just a prediction um you're looking at not in our lifetime really okay okay not not mass no uh, no it's gonna be it's gonna be science gonna it's a the blockchain technology out there that are that are built on different networks um had so you have Bitcoin. Bitcoin is a coin that you cannot make anything else on that blockchain. That's right. one coin. There's a minimum amount of coins you can mine, 21 million. And then once it's mined, it's mine, right? Mm -hmm. So Bitcoin is going to be a luxury dollar. That's going to be like you. Um, like I gold. think Bitcoin is, uh, say again. They call it gold, I guess, digital gold. I, I, I would say, I would say that would be, yes, that it would be the gold. That's correct. Um, but it's going to be, it's going to be what um, these mega rich people have. Like, like the Bitcoin is going to be used. Like if we had a million dollar US dollar bill to use it as a corporation, people like Elon Musk could be using it, right? Well, that is their million dollar bill. So that is going to be more of a corporate transactional piece, I think, as far as funds going from B to B. Then we're going to have the, the, um, the other coins like, um, you know, uh, Gala or Crypto.com or Shiba, Shiba that has no limit to it whatsoever that everybody on earth is buying into, that's going to be a pocket change. That's going to be for the average American that has dollars in their wallet. Instead, they have Shiba in their wallet. And you're going to be able to go use that in real time or Doji or whatever coin that, you know, they're going to make the primary coin. I don't have no damn clue, um, but it's going to be a coin that, the that is pushed by the elite yeah that's it so so that's why doji and she Shiba's in my mind because those have been pushed by the elite quite a bit lately 
Um, so I'm wondering, I'm thinking maybe that's going to be like our, our, our dollars and our change in our pocket. Yeah. It's funny. You mentioned ship. Um, <laughs> Even you know, we both know the whole market's been ugly, but even today, shit is up like sixteen percent. I think. Oh, is it really? Like, yeah. I haven't even looked. I, I I'm down so much. I'm not even turning my own. <laughs> <I know>, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like we all know, that it's really. I'm not like, even looking at it. Just yeah, so happened you know, to take a peek today and was like, okay, it's sixteen percent. It's up sixteen percent up. But yeah, it's, I, I probably yeah. would not have been on this podcast tonight if I looked at mine. <laughs> <laughs> How long you been into crypto? Uh, about four years. Do you see your, your companies benefiting from cryptocurrency? But we automatically answered that. <laughs> no, I'm not because there's no technology out there. Um, I've, I've been trying to make it. Uh, the only way I can do it is, is I'm going to have to put out a lot of money and time and, and something that's unproven. It, you know, and, and because of the way this Omicron and COVID and everything else, um, I would rather hold on to my money for my employees to make sure I can keep them then mm-hmm. you know invest in something that I don't know if it's going to work you see what I'm saying so what I've done now is I'm, I'm cheating the system once again you fake it until you make it <laughs> on everything you do it doesn't matter um so I'm 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 it's something I'm, I'm creating something new um anybody on earth that has any type of crypto they can come to it's it's hotels etc dot crypto <laughs> forgot it's <laughs> <laughs> but that's the best way um, it's, to, it's, to it's, it, yeah. the domain is hotelcenter.crypto um i don't even know if it's live yet or not they're still working on but basically you can come to hotelcenter.crypto and you can deposit any type of crypto that you want into my company into a holding tank and you remember that system i showed you where there's a reward points okay, and it's like staking so if you deposit $10,000 in crypto, I'm going to give you $10,000 of reward points and you go book your vacation. So you just now converted crypto to travel without going through the, the hoops and loops that we have to right now to make it happen. Okay. And we're going to do that with the, uh, and, and that we're going to do that until, I guess until we could, uh, somebody creates a damn system. I don't know. <laughs> I don't or maybe maybe nobody can create the system yet because of of the um lack of regulations by the government. I don't know. Not sure. We'll give us some time. You're gonna see countries like El Salvador becoming the richest countries on earth. Yeah, I hear they're using Bitcoin pretty strong there. One hundred percent their currency. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Smartest, smartest guy I've ever met, but yet the poorest country on earth. Think about that. It's people have a choice either jump on a train or watch it go by. (laughs) It's been awesome, awesome, awesome talking with you. Yeah, definitely. And we appreciate you for coming on. I guess we're going to, we're not going to hold all of your, your time up. All I know is probably getting a little later over there than here. <laughs> we used to actually breed Dobermans in Georgia. I know. I, we yeah, you used to what was that? We used to breed Dobermans in Georgia. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, you so, know, up there by Marietta, Marietta now they have that new stadium for the Braves. Oh, uh-huh. my goodness. You can't even drive up there. It's so horrible. Right there at Windy Hill, 285 and 75. 
Oh, wow. Man. I haven't heard that word, Wendy, Wendy Hill. Hill. You remember Wendy Hill? Oh. Yeah, that's yeah. right there. So all that's changed. There's highways everywhere. Like it's 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 um it's unbelievable. Right there off Wendy Hill, the 285 and 75, all these um hotels, the new stadium. Like, I mean, it's it's um oh, and then man. now um you remember Spaghetti Junction, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But now there's uh, we have a new supersized one. Really? Yeah, 400. Remember where 400 was? Yeah. <laughs> Did I see it when I was there? I don't know. <laughs> there is roads every bridge. They've been working on about five, four years, I guess. Everywhere. Like, I mean, there's, there's, it's a huge spaghetti junction. Okay. Yeah. I guess I must have missed that. We were just there around in the area um, for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. missed all that then, huh? Did you go around 285 up uh, the north part around? Yeah, I did. I, did, didn't but that, but I, that's, I know it was early morning when I was driving in sometime and early morning driving out. But I don't know if I paid attention to it being new. Yeah. It's been so long. Yeah. But yeah, I, I really. You I see all the roads they had going down the side of the highways now and over. I mean, it's I everywhere. did see the, the road because we went to a little yeah. restaurant that was on the side on like a little um, frontage kind of. And I'm not familiar with that. I didn't I wasn't used to that being there. Well. And then up there by the Mall of Georgia, I don't know if you guys remember where that was, up 85. Um, they just, the Mall of Georgia is gigantic, and they just built everything on earth there. Like um, that golf, that big golf entertainment building, um, Mario and Dreddy golf carts, I, I like everything. Like it's the whole, the whole entire, literally Atlanta has now connected to Gainesville. 100 mm. all the way up 85 okay i can definitely Probably. visualize it's kind of like how california or southern california is connected a lot of the cities everything is connected with each other so they I all can, touch I each other somehow right yeah. i can visualize well, i think yeah. california you know started it I mean, <laughs> 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 but yeah i would love to um get on any future podcast with you guys and ladies and gentlemen um uh you know that's uh my my ultimate goal in life before I pass is I will pack coliseums for people and be a, be a motivational speaker. Okay. And uh, and and my my assistant has been pushing me to start my own podcast. And I I keep telling him you know I, I'm just not maybe not ready I don't know I, I think I think maybe um, maybe I'm not an Elon Musk yet so maybe I don't have much to say. You oh, know, no. I, I mean in my mind maybe I have to be. <laughs> I have to be in that billionaire status to be able to do it. You know, so that's that's why I, I, I haven't pushed it. And he goes, Sean, well, he sent me a podcast every single day. He's like, I'm going to make you. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I could say podcast-wise, equipment-wise, the Rodecaster Pro, I love it. Just yeah, the, ro- it, it It's definitely make recording the podcast a whole lot easier. What What is it called? Rodecaster Pro. Okay. It's a yeah. It's by Rode, but it, they just Rodecaster. So is it like a software? No, it's um a, it's a, a device equipment I, that makes it easier um, to record, and it 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 has like it pre mixes sound. Let me see here. That colorful box. Oh, okay. Oh, it's a box there. Okay, I got you. And it, it has programmable sound and um, 
that you can program. Oh, oh so you can add. So do you guys go back and edit this and add sounds and do that kind of stuff yeah. or whatever? And if you want like different sounds, you can program in there like claps and laughs and different things. Um, depends. If- yeah, I take it in at least I edit it in Pro Tools. I'm a music and it used to, um, you know, do a little music as well. So I'm familiar with editing in Pro Tools. Um, it's going gotcha. to drop it in maybe kind of like 30 minute clips. So, you know, it has good sound quality, so you don't have to do too much editing afterwards. You really can take it and put it out. Um, And these are like the mics that they sell that they have as far as their brand. These are the hundred dollar podcast mics. So these are specifically for podcasts. This is the one I got. Yeah, I don't know what it is. And they have software in the Rodecaster that will allow you to kind of pick the brand of mic that you have to closely um, EQ it to oh, for a, voice a, call, diff- yeah, for a different is. kind of mic. Yeah, to give it more of the natural podcast. It'll let you take in calls. Um, voice. And it has, it's, just, it's built mainly for podcasts, so it just makes the whole process easier for you. Yeah. Got you. Got you. I, I appreciate you sharing that. That's, I, I think that's... Um, but when I do it, I'm coming out with a bang. I really am. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna come out. I'm just gonna come out with a bang. And I think I have to be ready for that. You know. Um, yeah. I really enjoy my freedom. <laughs> but you know, I mean. So, but podcasting, I guess you do have your freedom. You're doing you do. it on your own schedule, right? Uh huh. And you get to pick. You know how often you want to do it, and and are you monetized like through YouTube and that kind of stuff? Um, we still have to get a certain number of subscribers and watch time. Like a million, right? Or is it? Is well, no, it's not million? quite a million. Or no, a million it views. It changes all the time. I think it's like a thousand subscribers. A thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah a thousand yeah. subscribers and so much watch time, if I'm correct. Yeah. yeah well, the, the good news is, is that um, I'll be more than happy once you get it edited to send it out, you know, to select groups, you know, list in my, my, uh, my, my system. Um, I can send it up to maybe uh, maybe seventy about seventy thousand people. Yeah, about seventy thousand of us. Wow. And tell them to watch. Greatly appreciate it. We really appreciate that. Yeah. And we'll have it, we'll have it together pretty pretty quick. We move pretty quick with the, with the editing. Well you keep the you keep the hammer down, you guys. Um, you know, keep your keep your goal, keep your dream, keep your vision. And um and uh, I would love to be back on the show again one day and, and talk with you. And definitely, yeah, we'll definitely. we'll have you back. We'll we'll reach out to you. I could say sometime next month because I still want to. Like I said, I want to know the food situation about fifteen days from now in that area as well. So yeah, I'm watching like a hawk. So absolutely, <laughs> I'm, I'm watching very very closely because I'm already notifying my family. Because uh, if we, we see it out here, we're going to see it out here first, you know, before the city said it, you know, yeah. the yeah. cities are going to see it after us. So if we're seeing it, then it's coming your way. Yeah. yeah. But Thank yeah. Um, so definitely keep me, keep me updated on that. And I would love to shoot the video out to everybody. And um, if you wouldn't mind, send Sal your information, um, okay. Okay. your address, and I'll have shipping, send you a complimentary membership card. And okay. if anybody does want to join hotels, et cetera, um, we don't sell to consumers, um, but you can get a hold of these lovely hosts right here and they will be more than happy to help you get enrolled in a hotel, et cetera. Okay. Good. 
Would, would that be okay with you guys? Yeah. Yes. That yes. works. Okay. All right. And um, once your once your um, you know your followers and listeners start contacting you, let me know, and we'll make sure they're taken care of. And we'll put links and everything in the description. In the description. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's excellent. And if anybody wants to start their own business, hotelsetter.com forward slash go. So hotelsetter.com forward slash go go. Uh, we do have an incredible opportunity, you know, to start your own business. And I'm the one that manages that department. Nobody else does. I'm the only one in the company that trains my distributors, talks to them daily, works with them because they are they because they're the the life of our company. In my opinion, that that's my distribution channel. Uh-huh. Um, so if you are part of our company as a distributor, then I assure you, you have a hundred percent of me to help you succeed. Okay. We appreciate you, Sean. And any uh, um, links? Yeah. Uh, so you can find information about this podcast at AmericanGypsyGYPC.com. Um, and you also get links to our merch at LuamLee.com. And uh, as always, you can find this podcast on all podcast platform. And the video will be available at American Gypsy YouTube channel. Uh, thank you for listening. Yes, and positive healing energy to your mother. Thank you. Hope she recovers fast. Thank you. And everybody, thank you very much for listening to my obnoxious stories tonight. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> very educational. Very educational. I've learned yeah. a lot from you tonight and yeah, look definitely. forward to learning a lot more in the future. Likewise. It was very nice speaking with everybody, and I'm going to go eat me some dinner. All right. All right. Thank you, everyone, right, for you listening, and good night. Thank you.